Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Welcome to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee. I'm filling in for Tom Brown today. And today, we're talking about what it means to walk by the Holy Spirit. An important topic today that must not escape our attention. If we call ourselves Christians and we're walking the Christian life, trying to be the best Christians that we can possibly be. What a great privilege it is for me to be here today. What a great honor it was to uh, get a chance to fill in for the one and only, the great Tom Brown. And, and what a pleasure it is to be here at Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. And I want to tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I've had the great luxury of filling in for Tom a couple of times in the past. It's been a while, but I want you to know a little bit about who I am. I'm the pastor of Parkway Community Church, and that's right here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're located at 1751 East Maryland Avenue, and we've got a great little campus over there. It's a good family church. It's a great Bible church. And we really spend a lot of time focusing and centering on the word of Jesus Christ and how that applies to our lives today. We all want to be better Christians. And how many of you know that uh, we've got to know the word of God? Amen. I'm married to a wonderful woman named uh, Kendra, and uh, we've been married 21 years. In fact, well, it'll be 21 years next month, that is. I love her with all my heart, and she's a good woman. And you know something? If you ever got a chance to meet us in person, I'd never have to say a word to prove to you that I'm a good man. All you'd have to do is take a look at my wife and my kids, and you'd know instantly the kind of person that I am. They're great people. I've got three kids. I've got a 16-year-old boy named Ethan, who is a great young man of God. Two girls named Anna and Ella, who are dancing and twirling and singing and talking nonstop. And and then finally, uh, everything is uh, capped off with a big, giant, great Dane called Abby that we have running around our house, putting holes in the walls and uh, digging big holes in the backyard. Well, praise God, I, I am really glad to be here today. I want to talk today, uh, today and tomorrow, as a matter of fact, about what it means to walk in the Spirit. You know, for many of us Christians, We've, we've had this moment in our lives where we've given our hearts to Jesus Christ. That's, that's why we call ourselves Christians. And what happens after that? If we're going to be a follower of Jesus Christ, a disciple of Jesus Christ, that walk, that following, that, that being disciplined by and learning from Jesus Christ is all made possible through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, once we've given our heart to Jesus, we don't walk like we did in the world anymore. Those days are gone. Amen. And, and so now we have the great pleasure of walking on a journey of faith, walking by the Spirit, being led by the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, in the fullness of the Spirit of God. And today, 
we're going to talk uh, about what that means to walk in the Spirit. We're going to talk about this today, and I invite you to come back tomorrow where we will continue our conversation talking about what it means to walk in the Spirit. Well, praise the Lord. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Pastor Jeff McAfee from Parkway Church. I'm filling in for Tom Brown today on Koinonia on Faith Talk on 1360 KPXQ. We'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown. Today we're talking about what it means to walk by the Spirit. Praise God. This is the walk that Christians walk. Amen. And uh, the Bible, you know, the Bible has much to say about what it means to walk by the Spirit. We don't, we don't have to grope around trying to figure out what this means. The Bible's very clear. And I want you to listen very carefully just for a moment. I'm going to read from the book of Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 16. Listen to these passages and listen to the words that Paul is saying to these churches in Galatia about walking by the Spirit. He says, I say to you, starting in verse 16, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law, and the deeds of the flesh are evident. They are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife and jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now listen to what Paul says as we continue these last couple of passages in what is in contrast to living a life that you used to live before you gave your heart to Jesus Christ. Now he talks about the fruit of the Spirit. He says the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, patience, kindness and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such things. There's no law. Now those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And listen to what he says now. He says, if we live by the Spirit, well, then let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another or envying one another. Praise the God. Now, listen, I want you to hear this. Paul says, if we're living by the Spirit, that is to say that if you have crucified your flesh, you've given your heart to Jesus Christ, and you no longer live according to the way that you used to live, You're a real follower of Jesus Christ. You're a disciple. 
you're a, you're a real live Christian. If you're living your life that way, well, then why not walk that way? So what exactly does walking by the Spirit look like? So I wanna, the first thing I want to share with us here uh, this afternoon, this first truth is that walking by the Spirit is the default life for Christians. And if you're just tuning in right now, you're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, and I'm Pastor Jeff McAfee. I'm filling in for Tom Brown today, and today we're talking about uh, walking by the Spirit of God. So for Christians, the Spirit walk and walking by the Spirit is the default walk. This is not an add-on for the Christian life. Uh, This is not something that we just kind of do whenever we feel like doing it. This This is the default life. This is the default walk. You see, you're no longer living the life that you once lived when you were walking in the flesh or living to satisfy the desires of your flesh. No, once you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, you now live in the Spirit. You walk in the Spirit. And this is what it means to be a Christian. Amen. It's what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. You know, some people like to claim that they're Christian, but then they continue living life as if nothing ever happened. And this is the wrong kind of life. Uh, take, for example, marriage. When, when I got married, uh, I, I no longer wanted to live the life of a single guy. Amen. And neither did you. When you gave your heart to your spouse, uh, you knew that there was an expectation that came along with what it means to be a married person. You don't look like a single person anymore. You don't think like a single person anymore. You don't act like a single person. You don't behave like a single person. You don't have the attitudes of a single person. You look and act and think and walk and believe and behave like a married person. And how many of you know that when you've given your heart to Jesus Christ, that you are the bride of Christ, and now you belong to him? Amen. You see, it's, and how much do we need the Holy Spirit in our lives? I mean, if you think about this, think about how much you need the Holy Spirit in your life, because it's, it's the Holy Spirit. He is the one who helps you maneuver through all the changes uh, that continue to come your way. And, and he's the one who comes along and empowers you to live the Christian life. This is why you need more of the Holy Spirit in your life. And this is what it means to walk by the Spirit of God. Amen. So I want to share a couple of truths with you here today. And by the way, I I sure want to invite you to call in. If you're listening today, maybe some of you are listening right now and and you're really being stirred by the Holy Spirit. You got a little something you want to add to this. Maybe you have a question. I sure would love to hear from you. If you'd like to join the conversation today, you can call 602-274-1360. And I'd love to hear from you and love to take your call. You know how the the Holy Spirit is uh, your nature changer? Have you ever thought about this? The Holy Spirit is a nature changer in your life. Consider John 15, 26. The Word of God declares in John that when Jesus is speaking here, he says, When the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, this is the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, and he will testify about me. Did you hear that last part? The Holy Spirit testifies about Jesus Christ. 
You see, I know what it's like, by the way, uh, to live uh, a life without Jesus Christ. And I did so for many years in my life. I haven't always been a great Christian man. Uh, not that I'm a great Christian man to begin with, but, uh, but I haven't always walked by the Lord. I, I know full well what it means to live a life in the world. And I know what it means to have that kind of nature in my life. It was a nature, by the way, that wanted nothing to do with sharing a testimony about Jesus Christ. Are you getting this? That before you gave your life to Jesus Christ, there was nothing in you that wanted to talk about Jesus, that made you think about Jesus, that made you want to testify of the greatness of Jesus. But look at what Jesus says about the Holy Spirit in what we just read. He said that he was going to send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit would then testify about him. How many of you know that the Holy Spirit is a nature changer in your life. He's the one who testifies about Jesus Christ. And so when you give your heart to Jesus, something changes within you. You have a new nature, and it's what, it's what we know and believe about being born again. Amen. Your life becomes a living testimony of Jesus Christ. Your faith becomes more vocal. Your fruit becomes more visible. Your spiritual gifts become more active. And your thoughts become more holy. Your actions become more loving, don't they? Your words become more testimonial. Amen. Quite simply, you know, when the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, you change. You change from the inside out. When Jesus forgives you of your sins and the Holy Spirit cleanses you from all of your unrighteousness, man, you begin to look like a different person. You think different. You act different. You speak different. Your nature begins to change. And even though you know what it's like to have lived a life before Jesus and what all that life entails— Boy, there comes a time in your life as a believer when everything changes. Praise God. This is what it means to be born again. You change. You change from living a life according to the flesh to living a life that is walking by the Spirit, being led by the Spirit, walking with the Spirit of God. Now consider this in Ephesians chapter 4. The Word of God tells us, starting in verse 21, listen to this. The Word of God says, Since you have heard about Jesus, and you've learned the truth that comes from Him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. And instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature, says Paul. It created to be like God, holy, righteous, and holy. Amen. John sixteen fourteen says that he will glorify me. Here's Jesus speaking about the Holy Spirit. He will glorify me, and he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. So you see, it's the Holy Spirit that when he's operating in your life, he changes your nature, and he causes you to testify about the one and only Jesus Christ, the one that you have given your heart to. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit that will glorify Jesus. 
So I want to I challenge you, those who are listening today, I want to challenge you in this moment. You see, the truth is that your willpower is never strong enough to change your nature. Did you hear that? Your willpower is never strong enough to change who you are on the inside. You know what it's like around the New Year's, and we all make our New Year's resolutions. We all swear off to these bad habits that have crept into our lives and uh, these things that, uh, oh, they're just driving us crazy. You know how this is. Well, we make these great resolutions, don't we? And then what happens by around January 5th? We've all broken these these resolutions. You know, it just doesn't happen. Listen to this. Praise the Lord. Your willpower is never strong enough to free you from the stronghold of sin. And this is why you still struggle with some of the strongholds of sin that are in your life right now. It is only only by the power of God in your life, through the cleansing, nature-changing power of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, that you will be able to be set free and become the person that God wants you to be. I want to challenge you, encourage you, quit trying in your own power to live the good Christian life. Walk by the Spirit of God and you will live the victorious Christian life. Praise God. Amen. Well, you're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today. And today we're talking about the very important topic of living a life where we walk by the Spirit. Praise God. Did you know that uh, KPXQ 1360 has a wonderful new app? You know, you can listen Anytime, live, live from your phone, be sure and go to the app store for your your device and download this app today. I've downloaded the app. Uh, It really is quite amazing when the screen comes up. uh, The very first thing that you see on that app is what is being uh, broadcast live at that moment over the airwaves. And just by hitting that play button, you can listen anytime, anywhere, anywhere in the world, right through your phone. You don't even have to have your radio on. You can listen right through your phone. The app also has some great other features uh, in there that give you more information about uh, the station and all the great things that are happening around our community. So check that out. I also want to invite you today, if you've got a question or a comment about this topic, I'd love to hear from you. And you can call 602 274 1360. Uh, once again, I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today, and you're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Living a life walking by the Spirit. How much do you need the Holy Spirit in your life? 
You can't live the Christian life without the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is your nature changer. He's the one that when the Holy Spirit is in you, it causes you to testify about Jesus Christ. You know, you don't even have to try. The Holy Spirit does that because that's what he does. He testifies about Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit also glorifies and gives glory to the name of Jesus Christ. He's your nature changer, and this is why you need him, and this is why the Christian walk needs to be a walk that is walking by the Spirit. Praise God. Listen, the Holy Spirit is also a truth revealer. Now listen to this from John chapter 16. The Word of God declares, starting in verse 13, that when he, this is Jesus speaking, he says, when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. And he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. Note well that when Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit in this passage, he referred to him as the spirit of what? The spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth, that is the Holy Spirit, will guide you into all truth. This is what the Holy Spirit does which is in stark contrast, by the way, to the mission of the devil, who is called the father of lies, isn't he? The devil comes with lies to steal and kill and destroy all of God's plans for you and all of God's blessings for you and all that God has for you in this life. And let us not be naive about what the devil's plans are for you. Amen? How many of you know that if God has plans for you, then you can know for certain that the devil has a plan to steal those from you. And he comes as a liar. The Holy Spirit comes in stark contrast to that. The Holy Spirit comes as the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. When I was a a young man, I was just a boy, I remember our family took a trip, a, a family vacation during the summer, and we ended up in some caves. Uh, these were the, the greatest things. We went down in, uh, I don't know exactly where it was in Arizona, but uh, we went, we mined these stones called Apache Tears, uh, these great ro- uh, rocks, and we went down into the caves, and we ha- had all these uh, little hammers with us, and just for fun, the guide thought that he would uh, show us what pure black darkness is like. And so he, he, he gathered us all together. We're, we're probably a good quarter mile into this cave under the ground. And he said, now I want you to all gather around, put your hand on the wall right here and, and hold yourself steady. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut this light off on the flashlight and you'll be able to see what real darkness is like. And so he did this. And he, and he kept on talking and he said, now take your hand and put it in front of your face. Go ahead and get it as close as you want. And he asked, can you see your hand? And we all said no. And then, well, he turned his flashlight back on and, and we continued what we were doing. And I, I, I just distinctly remember uh, how dark it was. And what a powerful illustration about what it's like to live a life without the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, who is the one who guides you into all truth. How many of you know that the guide is the one that has the light? The guide is the one that stays with you. 
The guide is the one that is beside you. He leads you. The guide is the one that is close to you, talking with you, revealing things to you, teaching you, pointing things out to you, keeping you safe and keeping you on the right path, helping you to avoid danger. These are the kinds of things that a guide does even when you're just on a summer vacation with your family inside of a cave. So listen to what the Holy Spirit does for you. He's the one who guides you into all truth. And without the presence and and the truth of the Holy Spirit in your life, do you know that you walk in darkness? That you walk in a false reality? You walk in deception because you're not walking in the truth. You don't have the guide, the spirit of truth to walk with you. You see, the Holy Spirit will guide you. Amen. Isn't that good news to you right now? The Holy Spirit, he'll give you everything you need to know as a believer. And he'll make sure these things are made known to you. Do you know that trying to read the Bible without the illumination and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, that's just a lost cause, isn't it? It doesn't work. You know, you can take... Uh, I've often said this, talking with people about the Bible and the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can take the smartest person you know in your life right now. Think about this person right now. Think about the smartest person that you know in your life right now. Take their brain and multiply it times 10. All right, are you with me on this? Now take that brain and multiply it times 1,000. Did you know that even with this kind of intellect that, that would far exceed all the greatest mathematicians, engineers, uh, whatever the world would have to offer, even that kind of a brain would still never be able to understand, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. You see, without the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, the Word of God does not make sense. It's like trying to make your way around in the darkness of a cave underground without light, knowing where you ought to go. It's the Holy Spirit who reveals. It's the Holy Spirit who guides you. It's the Holy Spirit who is beside you, walking with you. Praise God. Praise the Lord. If, hey, listen, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today, and we're talking about uh, what it means to walk by the Spirit. I'd love to hear from you today. If you'd like to join in my conversation today or ask a question, you can call us at 602-274-1360. And once again, this is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. So I want to get all personal with you here for just a moment because this is a pastor and this is what I want to do. So I want you just to just to think about this for just a moment. We can't get away from the truth that as a Christian, we walk through the power and the light and the truth of the Holy Spirit in our, in our lives. This is what it means to walk by the Spirit of God. You need the Holy Spirit to lead you. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to be submitting to the authority of the Holy Spirit in your life. How many of you know that this is a choice for you? You can choose to follow after the leading of the Holy Spirit, or you can choose not to. You see, this is a problem with many believers today. 
many Christians today, uh, they just they're wa- they wander around in the darkness while refusing to get help from the one who has the light. Well, let me just encourage you here for just a few moments. Don't be that kind of Christian. Amen. Don't be the kind of believer who gropes around in the darkness. Follow after the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. Submit to the authority and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. And here's the good news. God makes this so easy for you. You can commit even right now in this moment, you can make a commitment that you will follow after the leading and the presence and the truth of the Holy Spirit in your life. Praise the Lord. You know, there's something else that the Holy Spirit does for us when we talk about uh, living a life of walking by the Holy Spirit. And how many of you know that the Holy Spirit is your fruit producer? Amen. The Holy Spirit is the one that produces the fruit in your life. Galatians chapter 5 tells us, uh, starting here in verse 22, it says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience and kindness, goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And against such things there is no law. These are not the works of the flesh, because the flesh is incapable of producing such fruit. They are evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Well, here's some good news for you today. When you live a life where you walk by the power and the presence and the person of the Holy Spirit, there's going to be some evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. And this is what the Bible refers to as the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know the great thing about fruit? Fruit is so wonderful to enjoy, isn't it? Fruit is good for you, isn't it? It's healthy, and it's, uh, it's delicious. It's, it's great to eat. Well, I want you to stay with me because I, I want to uh, spend our last few moments today when we come back from the break talking about... Uh, what it means to live a life walking by the Spirit when we talk about the fruit of the the Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Well, you're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Pastor Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Stay with us. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown. Today we're talking about what it means to walk by the Spirit of God. As Christians, this is an important topic for us. We've got to know what this means. We've already given our hearts to Jesus Christ. We've already walked away from the old life that we were living 
with all the old attitudes, the old belief systems, the old thoughts, the old behaviors, the old actions, the old everything. Well, what what do we do? What does it mean to be a Christian? And this is where the topic of walking by the Spirit really hits home for us today. We've we've learned uh, in our few moments here together the wonderful truth about how the Holy Spirit is your is a nature changer. The Holy Spirit, when He gets in you, will cause you to want to worship Jesus, follow after Jesus, testify about Jesus, give glory to the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is also your truth revealer. You can't know the truth if not for the power and the presence and the person of the Holy Spirit in your life. You can read the Word of God as much as you want, but if the Holy Spirit is not there to illuminate your understanding, it's just going to be a bunch of words. So praise God. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. And for the last few moments here together today, I want to talk about how the Holy Spirit is a fruit producer in your life. And by the way, if you'd like to join the conversation today, I'd love to hear from you. Take uh, your call of a question you have. You can call me at 602-274-1360. You can also download download the Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ app from the App Store. Uh, You need that on your phone because you can listen live to any program right from your phone. Praise the Lord. Let's get back to our topic here today. The Holy Spirit is your fruit producer. Before the break, we read through Galatians chapter 5, those passages that talk about how the Holy Spirit produces fruit in your life. And the, those, the fruit is listed as joy, peace. How many of you want more joy or peace in your life? What about the other ones? Patience? Boy, I know I could use a little more patience in my life. Kindness and Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Boy, you know, self-control is a super important gift of the Holy Spirit. And for some of us, we continue to struggle with certain strongholds in our lives. If that's you today, I just want to encourage you, I want to challenge you uh, before this program is over, that you will commit to living a life, walking by the Spirit, asking God to really allow the fruit, the spiritual fruit of self-control, to really bear more fruit in your life, allowing you to live above and and in victory of the strongholds of sin. So fruit, spiritual fruit, it's the greatest thing. It's wonderful. It's delicious. It grows. A couple things I want to mention here about the, the, the fruit of the Spirit in your life and what it means, how it's connected to walking by the Spirit. So one of the things I want to share with us today about the fruit of the Spirit is that it appears on its own. You know, you don't do anything to make fruit appear in your life. There's nothing you can do in your own power. Uh, that's akin to trying to be righteous in your own power. And that doesn't work. We know the Word of God is so true about what it means to try and create your own righteousness. In fact, Paul refers to those kinds of efforts as filthy rags. It doesn't work. The fruit that appears in your life appears on its own. You didn't do anything to make it happen. 
You know, your flesh, consider this, your flesh is like a factory. You know, factories are, are able to work and they're able to turn out a product, but factories are never able to manufacture fruit, are they? Fruit must grow out of life and it cannot be produced in a factory. And your flesh is like a factory. The only thing that it's capable of doing on its own is producing the kinds of deeds that we read about in Galatians chapter 5. These are not the kinds of deeds that you want in your life. Amen. Paul's very clear about them. And, And if you think about the kind of life that you had before you gave your heart to Jesus Christ you can certainly identify with the deeds of the flesh that Paul talks about. This is not the kind of life that you live when you're a Christian. If that's the kind of life that you're living while you're still a Christian, then I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to encourage you right now. You've got to take a look at stuff in your life. Christians don't live that way. We don't do those kinds of things. But you see, that's what the flesh does. It's only capable of producing the kinds of deeds that work against you, and they cause your life to be filled with suffering. And not only that, my friends, it causes suffering to appear in the lives of those around you. You see, in the case of the believer, it is the spirit of life that produces fruit so long as you're plugged in to Jesus Christ. Amen. You can't produce fruit on your own. The flesh will never be able to do it in its own power. Here's another truth I want to share with you about about spiritual fruit in your life. Now listen to this and don't miss this because this is really important because a lot of people really miss what I'm about to share with you. The second truth about spiritual fruit in your life is that it's for other people. It's for other believers in your life. That fruit is not for you. It may look good on you, but a fruit tree does not consume its own fruit. That's for other people to enjoy. And you know that when the Holy Spirit is in your life, as you're walking by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit produces these things in your life. And those things are not for you. They feel good. They look good. They smell good. Man, they, you're, you're real attractive. You're a much better person when you're living a life walking by the Spirit. You're actually the kind of a person that people want to have around. Amen. Isn't that a nice change from what it was like before you gave your heart to Jesus Christ? Who wouldn't want to have a person around in their life that is a person that is filled with joy and filled with peace and patience and kindness? You know, you you love these kind of people in your own life. You see, the fruit is for other people to enjoy. I want to tell you something. I need you to be walking by the Spirit of God. I need that fruit in my life. And you need that fruit in your life. When you're around me and, and, and you get to be able to enjoy the, the fruit of the Spirit that's in my life, that's for you. Listen, we need this from each other. Amen. So the, spirit, the, the spiritual fruit, it's not for you. That is meant for other people. And here's one more truth I want to share with you uh, this afternoon about the fruit of the Spirit. And that is that it has seeds 
to produce more fruit. Think about this and don't miss this because when others partake of the fruit of the Holy Spirit that is in your life, did you know that it has the ability to produce more fruit in their life, more fruit in others? This is why we're instructed to not to forsake the gathering of the brethren that it says in the book of Hebrews. You know that when you're at church and you're in the presence of other believers and you have Jesus Christ at the center of this interaction, whatever it might be. In fact, you know, you might be at church. This could be a phone call between you and a, and a very good friend. And, and Jesus, the Word of God says that Jesus said that where two or more are gathered in his name, who's there in your midst was well, none other than Jesus Christ, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Even just a, a quick phone call, a conversation in the hallway at your church or out in the parking lot, being in the fellowship of other believers as you worship the name and the person of Jesus Christ, the fruit of the Spirit is free to flow. When you're worshiping Jesus, people around you are better off because of that. It can actually produce, help to produce more fruit in other people. Listen, I want you to receive this and be encouraged by this. Some of you who are listening today, maybe it's been a while since you've been to church. Maybe, maybe you're a good, faithful church attender, except when you've had a rough morning or a rough week. And instead of going to church, you say, I'm just going to stay home today. I'll catch them next week. Can I just encourage you in this moment right now? I want you to receive this. Get up. Get to church. Don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. They need you there worshiping Jesus Christ. And they need that fruit that is being produced in your life. They're better because you are there. Praise the Lord. You know, your, your faith makes me a better Christian. Amen. And the more I'm around godly people like you, the more I get to enjoy your fruit and the more it can have a positive impact in me. And I want you to consider something else here in our, in our closing moments here today. Because just as much as the presence of the Holy Spirit can have an impact on the life of other, of other individuals around you, did you know that when you are spending time with people who are not walking by the Spirit, that those kinds of relationships can have a detrimental effect in your life? Amen. We have to remember that the Word of God says that we are in the world but we are not what? We are not of the world. The Lord never wanted you to quit uh, associating with non-believers or to ignore non-believers. You need to be there. You need to do. You need to witness. But you're not of that life anymore, are you? Praise God. Be careful. If you find yourself in the midst of non-believers, let the salt in the light of Jesus Christ shine so brightly. Praise the Lord. Amen. You're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Pastor Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown today. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Pastor Jeff McAfee filling in for Tom Brown, and today we're talking about walking by the Spirit. Praise the Lord. If you haven't already downloaded the KPXQ Faith Talk 1360 app, be sure and do so at the App Store or at Google Play, where you can listen to content live right there from your phone. Hey, I've really enjoyed our time here together today. I think this has been profitable time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, the Word of God declares that when any two or more are gathered in His name, He is there uh, among them. And you know, you and I have been gathering in the presence of the Lord today. So this has been uh, a divine time here together. We've been talking about what it means to walk by the Spirit of God and how important that is in the life of every believer. Listen, we got to get this right. We, we no longer live according to the ways of our old man. We gave that up. And that's what salvation is. When, we, when, when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, you said goodbye to that old life. Maybe you didn't even really know what that new life was going to look like and what, would in, 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 what it would entail. Excuse me. But this is what it means to walk by the Spirit of God. And we know that the Holy Spirit is the one that comes and changes your nature will cause you to testify about Jesus Christ and to glorify His name. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is your truth revealer. Everything that you need to know will be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is also your fruit producer, which is for me, by the way. I need that fruit in your life. I encourage you, walk by the Spirit of God. Thanks again for listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I've had a great time guest hosting today for Tom Brown. If you can reach me, if you want to reach me, you can call my church, Parkway Church, at 602-265-7868. Or you can visit our website at www.parkwaychurch.com. God bless you. 